Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We've got to get to our feature interview, which is, of course, Josh Buck, and he is our feature interview thanks to Ryko Filters, the professional choice. Uh, ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional choice, <laughs> and we have to do it properly if we're going to talk to the great man. So let's give him his proper intro. Right about now. Bucking back up into pole, and it's a 32-6 Rusty. The mighty time from Josh Bucken, the only driver in this session in the 1 minute 32s, pole by half a second. Great start by Josh Bucken. That Hyundai just launches. Josh Bucken, pole position, and will win race number one of Super Cheap Auto here tonight under the bright lights at Sydney Motorsport Park. It was a hell of a performance from Josh Bucken. He made history becoming the first person to win in TCR under lights, and he joins us here on the driver's seat. Joshy, welcome back to the program. Uh, hello, fellas. How are you doing? <laughs> We're good. Well, well, well Nimsy and I are good. Maddie's, Maddie, not so. Uh, Maddie's slowly dying up here in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> Must be all that cold snap up there, Maddie. But uh, it's not. Uh, it's not that much better down here in Sydney. Let me give you the tip. But welcome to the show, Josh. I mean, what a weekend, mate. What a weekend. All I'm going to say first off is thank God there wasn't a safety car in race one. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, after. At what seems like every weekend we've had so far, there's been a safety car victory of some sort. Um, or you've yeah, lost it to have... because of the safety car, maybe, in Tasmania? Oh, I see what you're getting at. I've, yes. I've erased that from my memory, mate. I don't have <laughs> any idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll tell you what the best part about that was, is that as soon as I came in, um, like I, I, I took it on the chin, it was what, was what it was, the team just went straight into licking me about. Just did not give me a, a minute to go, ah, oh, bad luck, mate. They're just like, you idiot. Like, <laughs> why would you do that? So, yeah, it, uh, it was, um, yeah, harsh reality. But, no, it was great. No safety car, no weaving. I've learnt my lesson. Life goes on. <laughs> I mean, did you go into this weekend knowing that you were going to be strong because Hyundai's particularly um, have a good strong record at SMP. So mm. you and you and you've been you've ha- you're having a good season. So you must have been feeling pretty confident coming into SMP. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I did, but at the same time, the whole year it's kind of been like, oh, this car's meant to go good at this circuit, and then someone else wins. And you know, Bathurst, for example, we were meant to get pumped, and we did half half all right and then at Phillip Island we were meant to towel up and we got absolutely steamrolled so I I figured we'd go okay but I think form guide has just been you know way too hard to write this year so I didn't actually know I was quite uh, quite happy when you know we rolled out in the qualifying and I, I had a couple of hours on the field so um yeah it was great it was good mate obviously you know and and SMP was the track I mean, it's your home track, obviously, but um, yeah, it was the first win for TCR for you, wasn't it, last year? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, race one and two, and then um, uh, second in race three. So yeah, that that was that was the debut for the number one. Yeah, so it was yeah, nice to back it up. Cool. I mean, um, are you enjoying yeah, it, Josh? Like, are you are you enjoying the process because? This year, the the balance of performance is different to what it was last year. There are some 
Some people are moaning about it. Some people are relatively okay with it. But are you enjoying the process now that this is your second year in TCR? Have you got more confidence in the car and the team and what you're doing and where you're going? Yeah, I think I really know how to kind of drive the car now, I guess. I mean, when I won last year, it's funny. I mean, you would have thought, oh, you won, you you did well. I actually realised how little I knew about the cars when I won. And it was only by you know, putting in a good performance, realising, oh, okay, that's what it actually takes. Like, I, I was on the wrong path the whole time. So I guess kind of since then, it's just been about honing the technique and really figuring out how I can extract the most from the cars because, you know, yes, the VOP is one thing and, yes, you know, one round someone's going to be a hero and someone's going to be useless. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, all the cars can relatively produce similar lap times. So if you can extract the most out of your car you're probably going to get good points. And as Tony D'Alberto is showing, if you can weld yourself to like fifth, then um, you're, going to, you're going to be there. So um, I am enjoying it. I, I feel like a part of the category now, which is quite surreal. Um, and I'm just out there having fun and, you know, being a big kid. I just to probably... Uh, obviously, Josh Nims and Maddie to, to clarify a little bit so that our listeners know what we're talking about. I, I did uh, have a, had a chat to Josh over the weekend, just trying to get my head around the the BOP is what we call it, the balance of performance, and it's it's very involved and very mm. uh, hard to understand. But um, from what I could take out of it, Josh, obviously you put it in layman's terms for me, thank you, because I'm an old retired race driver and I need that. But, um, uh, Comebacks on the, the trail. Yeah. Oh, oh, we, we're going to talk about that, Josh. There's a bit of conspiracy about that. We're going to talk about that. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's all about the success, right? So you, you qualified on pole on the weekend. You're not carrying what they call any um, success ballast. So that means when you do go well um you get weight put in your car you get certain weight for pole and certain weight for p2 and p3 right back to p5 i believe so um you know i was speaking to you about i said what do you do do you do you manage it do you try to only finish at a certain qualified a certain um position and and your answer to me was was great it was and i loved it because it just shows the racer in you it's just you know what at the end of the day you've just got to drive the thing as hard as you can if you cop a bit of a penalty you drive it as hard as you can at the next round and you might only be P4, but you get a little bit of weight back for the round after that. So it does end up working its way all, like up and down, but um, it is quite complex, isn't it? So when we're talking about balance of performance for everybody to know that, um, you know, the winner's on the weekend, so you're going to carry more weight at your next event, aren't you? Is that is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah, I'll have 40. I'll have 40. So it's, I mean, it, it is, it swings and roundabouts. I mean, that you, I think when you mentioned on the weekend, is it worse of foxing and qualifying and doing all the rest of it? And yeah. look, if you could, if you could manif- uh, sorry, uh, manipulate it to the point where you can knock a tenth or two off, you only drop two spots, you might not carry 20 kilos. In hindsight, that's a fantastic idea, and I'm sure a couple of people uh, have tried. I know everyone's thought of it, but as you mentioned, mate, like. I'm here to collect hats that can sit on a shelf for 20 years. I want pole mm. positions. I want race wins. I want all that stuff. Um, so if there's an opportunity, I'm, I'm going to grab it. I'm not going to, yep. you know, roll off the gas for a couple of tenths. Like, yeah, I want to be the quickest in qualifying. I, I want to beat my teammates and all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, the glory that comes with all of it that you work so hard for, I, I wouldn't want to, you know, roll out of it 
with the hope of maybe consolidating a couple of months yeah. later um, at a different round. I think, I think like you say, mate, you just have to go for it. And you know, if you get forty, you get thirty, you get twenty, you just just deal with it because, yeah. as I said, you just really have no idea how the racing is going to pan out. And if you're down in tenth because you've wanted to save a set of tyres or some weight, you might get drilled from. You know, someone who owes you a favour from a round before, so it's just not worth taking. <laughs> yeah. that, ne- that never happens, does it, Josh? <laughs> yeah, that never, happens. <laughs> that never happens. Never like NASCAR. Uh, you know, I need I need to be up the grid, boys. I'll give you the hot tip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but thinking about that, and, and you just touched on it before. You go, okay, yeah, you know, we were meant to be really average at Bathurst, but we were really good, and you went well. We were meant to be meant to absolutely dominate and and be really fast at Phillip Island, and we weren't. So it is a risk trying to play that poker game of, okay, let's not get some weight for next round uh, so that we can come out the next round and be really strong. But you might think you're going to be fast there and you'll, you'll get there and your car's rubbish or vice versa. 100%. And that was, that's a perfect example is at Phillip Island, it was like, oh, okay, far out. We're going to cop some weight here because we're going to qualify up the front. And then come to Q1 where we just outsmarted ourselves, we got spanked. And it's like, oh, we've just thrown this round away now. Bath is going to suck because we're not going to be there. All of a sudden, it's good. And you really don't know where you are in terms of, you know, your, your overall speed relative to the competition. I mean, everyone's stepped up again this year. We've had a few updates on the car and it's made it stronger, a bit easier to tune. And, I mean, it's just so competitive. All the drivers are killers, you know. Um, it's just... It's hard work. At the end of a weekend, it's more just relief that you've survived rather than you've done done well. So, hey, Joshy, we know you, you've you the last couple of years your name and your uh, your profile has come to more prominence. TCR Only because is, he's been on the driver's seat. Of course, that's, well, mate, that's <laughs> right. Well, I didn't right. I didn't want to blow Before around home there, Stevie Joe, but you know, <laughs> of course, well, that's the reason. Well, toot toot, <laughs> toot toot, indeed, um, mate. I've known you for a lot of years now. You're a ripper bloke, talented bloke, doing doing some good things in TCR. Uh, this is a question that I ask. I've spoken to Geordie Cox about it. I've spoken to Luke King about it. Aaron Cameron. W- Aaron Cameron. Would you go overseas? Like if 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 HMO or Hyundai factory team, given that TCR is a global category, if they mm-hmm. turn around to you and said, "Hey, listen, we want you in in World T World uh, Touring Car Championship, which is a TCR class." Would you go? Would would they need to even ask for a, for an answer, or before they'd finish the sentence, would you be confirming that you'd be on a plane? Oh, I'd just be counting how many frequent flight points I'm going to get from the flight over. <laughs> that would really be it. Um, and is that a likely option just, for you? Seriously, to to be uh, like, say, you has there been discussions? Can you give us a little bit of inside yeah. gloss? Is Hyundai looking globally for an international driver? At the start, when the whole deal came about, that, that kind of was the goal, uh, was to, you know, get me in, just having a bit of a connection with Hyundai, the brand out here, and then, um, you know, Will obviously choosing supercars over WTCR. Um, that was the idea, but obviously, you know, the global apocalypse and all the rest of it that's happened in between, I think it's a bit difficult. I'm a little bit older than what I was then as well. Uh, so I think th- there could be opportunities, but probably not full, full-blown stints. Um, I'd love to go over there and, you know, give the Euros a, a, a bit of Australian hip and shoulder <laughs> at some stage, but uh, I, I don't think there'll be a full stint over there as, as, as much as I'd like to. I think if I can grow with the category out here, um, who knows what, 
the category is going to be in a position in three, four, five years in in this country, let alone in Europe. So um, and there has be been your talk, dream circuit. Yeah. What was yeah yeah. So, what, what would be your, what no, would be your dream circuit, Joshy? Where would you want to go? A Spa or a Silverstone? Or, uh, where, where would you want to go? Well, I, I learned the Nurburgring on PlayStation, so probably the best <laughs> Oh, you'd be in with it. You'd be um, in for a run there, absolutely. Yeah, why not do a twenty-four hour or something? Actually, there's a cracker race over at Spa. It's the Spa twenty-five hour. Have you guys heard of it? In those Beetle thingies? Oh, it's sort of like oh, the yeah, um, the Renault things. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah. what they have out here with the with the 24 hours of lemons, lemons and, and that sort of thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's a, it's a Euro yeah. style. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. They're all like a spec car. It's like 10,000 euro to enter the event. Um, you just do it with a couple of mates. I'd be up for that. So that's Spa done. Nürburgring done. We've covered the whole circuit. The whole <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> what do you reckon? You, me, Stevie J going over to Belgium... Uh, where they have chocolate and sausages, and we'll just go Wouldn't and do an enduro race over there. there. <laughs> no, mate, no, <laughs> have to... mate. When it's yeah. Stevie J and I, there's never any BOP. They just look at me and go, "Yeah, no, that's all right. He doesn't need to add weight. He's fine." He's <laughs> yeah, exactly good. right. Yeah. We'll just hide Joshy. Don't in worry our, about in the our... ride height test for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just no, hide no, Joshy no. from that's the. Never uh... an issue. Yeah, that's right. We'll hide him from in our in our carry on luggage from uh, from the the. The, the the powers that be that hand out all the penalties and uh, we'll be we'll be sweet. We'll just put our gun driver in and for like Matty, if you do thirty minutes, I do thirty, and Josh does um, twenty four hours, that'd be mint. <laughs> oh, done. That's tick that box. Hey, Joshy, we've got a big gap between now and the next round, which I think is in August. Well, I think at Queensland yep. Raceway. What do you what do you what yeah, do you do? Weeks. I mean, I, we know that you're a uh, a high paid professional racing driver these days. What do you do to keep sharp? What are you going to do for the next two, two and a half months? Uh, like Stevie was in his prime. Um, mm. uh, a lot of golf. Well, of golf. at the moment, yeah, yeah, that's right. Swing and miss for me. <laughs> at the moment, I'm with uh, my lovely Mrs. Lauren. We're about to go see what Vivid's all about, you know, live the harbour life and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then, mate, I, I think it would just be the usual. It would be a couple of drive days. I'll, I'll try and stay fit. I'll go around and see the team, slap five with them. Maybe remind them, hey boys, mm-hmm. keep this keep this one quick. It was the fast one last round. Um, you know, it's just like you said, mate. Pro driver stuff. <laughs> what else is there to do? There'll be I'll pound lattes in the earth as well at some point. So of course, you know, of just, course. Just, I mean, because it, it's stuff, an interesting mate, scenario, um, Joshy, because you've got a teammate in in Nathan Morecambe who was really quick over the weekend. Well, and they finished one races, too in yeah. the final race. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. we're seeing things like, uh, you know, Lando Norris and Dan Ricciardo have got, you know, I mean, they've got a, an okay relationship. I reckon it could be tested here and there. Um, how's your relationship with your, your teammate? I know Gary Rogers hates it when his drivers, you know, latte and high five and have breakfast and scrambled eggs and all that sort of stuff. He hates all that sort of stuff. And I reckon you did too in your day. Really, Stevie he doesn't Jay. like it. But... <laughs> no, not a not a big fan. Of Never that. comes up. Drivers being mates. No. So, well, I mean, That's how awkward. are you with with Nathan? Are you are you good mates? Do you catch up outside of the of the race circuit? Or, well, I mean, first part of that, actually, I had dinner with Jordan Cox on Friday night <laughs> before qualifying. There you go. So, fraternising um, with the enemy. Uh, right. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, no, but in terms of Morecambe, he lives on like. 25 acres or something and has no phone service. So even if I want to call him at like 2am before a race and try and rev him up, 
Um, I can't actually even speak to him. But um, no, Morecambe's great. Honestly, he's a really good teammate. And I know that you know some people say, oh, you shouldn't shouldn't have a teammate that you you like or you think's good because that means either you're slow or he's slow or whatever. Um, but Nathan's just no fuss. He doesn't really kick up a stink over anything. He's pretty laid back, kind of a, a little bit of an attitude like myself. And, you know, I think over the last 18 months or so, he's kind of gained a bit of respect for what I've done in the car, not not really tearing it up and getting some good results along the way. And, and likewise with him, I've seen him do some good stuff on the circuit. And I was actually pleased for him for that third race win um, over the weekend. And I can't really say that about, you know, many people um, <laughs> yeah. only because your selfish self wants to win but um, but no Morecambe's good and, and we've never I don't think we've ever ever disagreed on something either so um, certainly not McLaren spec and there's certainly a lot less dollars involved in it but um, yeah no me, me and Morecambe get along like house on fire <laughs> Hey, before we go mate I did want to ask you obviously you're running third in the championship at the moment You've, you close the gap up a fair bit um, obviously, mm. Tony Delberto, from his consistency, hasn't won a race yet this year. He's doing the uh, Alain Prost at the moment and, um, and leading the championship without winning a race. But, um, but you've really close. You're only, I think you're only about nine <clears> points <throat> away from Dylan O'Keefe in second. Um, you yep. know, obviously, consistency pays off, as we can see here in the, in the championship standings. But, I mean, if you keep having weekends like that, uh, and those other boys keep having sort of solid top five weekends. I mean, can you still catch them in the championship? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I'm still ruining off Phillip Island where we just gave it away, really. Mm. Um, and, you know, we were one session away from getting it. Like, if we did Q1 15 minutes later with our tyre bank reset, then it would be a different championship, I guarantee it. We'd have a lot more points. I think I scored, like, 25 points that weekend. And I think the least I've scored since is 114. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but you're right. TD's just been doing a job, you know, old head, knows how to get it done, stays out of trouble. Um, but I think come round seven, Bathurst, November, at the end of the year, I think everyone's going to have a story and I think everyone's going to have a round where they go, if that happened, I'd have a championship and one of us is going to have it and, you know, 20 other blokes won't. So yep. uh, I'm not really looking at it as much as I'm aware of it. I'm just, I just know if I do the best job I can, then I'm going to be there. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't, can't say anything else other than just, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's and mm. don't run into anyone. Hey, Joshy, we've had a text message, my friend, about your, uh, your statement that you are simply having lattes and hanging around with the missus. Uh, Dan has texted and said it's so disappointing to hear a pro driver say he's spending the time off with his missus and having lattes. Come on, man. Where's the Eddie Jordan lifestyle gone? <laughs> well, well he can't, he's got I, the missus, I, I, so he I can't do him. a James Hunt lifestyle, can he? <laughs> no, that's right. None of I, us can do a James Hunt I lifestyle. I seldom, seldom mention the, uh, the Marlboro Golds and the... Uh, 24 pack of uh, of fosters after every event. I mean that that's that's there, but I don't think it appeals to the sponsors. So probably not. Uh, caught, Just punching darts with the grid girls after the race, you know, oh, as you do. <laughs> Listen to the Aussie slang going on here, would you? That I'm in would, Queensland. That would go down like a lead balloon. <laughs> yeah. Absolute lead balloon. 
Well, Joshy, yes. we, you, we've taken up far too much of your time, mate, and uh, <laughs> you've got a very, very patient miso if she's uh, letting you talk to us, uh, gas bag, rather than check out Vood, mate. So we'll let you go, and uh, good luck uh, at QR in a couple of months' time. Jeez, a couple of months. That's a fair trek right. away. So you I'll, see, I'll see you there, Joshy. I'm going to come out to that one. I'll see you there. Oh, how are. good. I saw Stevie on the weekend, so I don't miss him, but Matty Mac, I can't wait to see him. It's been too long. Oh, drive what are you guys laughing about? He doesn't miss me because we've just caught up. That's what he's mentioning. Yes. Of course. Oh, oh there we go, sir. I, you know I, what I, we I, should I, do, Matty? pieces beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, do you, just quickly before you go, do you do like sponsor days and like do you do meeting rides and that sort of stuff? Because I know obviously the supercars used to and still do sometimes, but do you guys do that in, in TCR? Yeah, we've had a couple of ride days. Um, we've done uh, done one for in in the recent time. We've done one for Hyundai customers, and then we've done yep. one for a sort of a corporate group recently. So, um, yeah, I mean, get in touch if you want to go for a ride in a TCR car. It's a, yeah, no, no worries. Know, I was actually going to a couple of tens of thousand dollars a day, and yeah, <laughs> I was actually just going to say maybe what you could do is do some uh, see if you can do some rides. Take Maddie McKeldon for a ride on the Friday up at Queensland Raceway to give no, you a bit you of an idea of what your car balance is going to be like <laughs> with the uh, balance of performance in the left-hand side. <laughs> <laughs> that is harsh. You want to see what 120 oh. kilos of, 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 of uh, balance of performance feels like? Let me jump in the car. <laughs> Josh, you'll be very, very fast through turn four and five. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the, the car will catch up you say these things because you're in the... You say these things, Stevie J, because you're in the studio in Sydney, and I Great. can't just lean over and give you give you <laughs> one me. right behind the back of the ears. Well, <laughs> well, Joshy, we'll let you go, brother. But uh, thanks so much for jumping on board the driver's seat once again. And no doubt we'll chat to you uh, very soon. Thank you, fellas. And uh, Dan, don't worry, mate. I'll have a twist top off by the end of the night for you. How about that? <laughs> there you go, Dan. One for you. Don't say that he does nothing for the fans. But uh, good on you, Joshy. Enjoy, mate. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Josh Buchan joining us. He is our feature interview. Thanks to Rycare Filters. Ask your mechanic for Rycare Filters, the professional choice. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.